This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Hey guys, I have missed y'all. I hope you have missed me. Justin has been holding it down. He's changed his hair while I was away. I didn't even notice, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, away because I had a little vacay and then I was also sick. And then I was in Vegas covering Summer League and also WNBA All-Stars. So I've been a little busy bee. Um, And it's prevented me from being here with y'all. But Justin, as I know, has been holding it down. Y'all got like a whole breakdown of like the Warriors offseason moves. I couldn't have helped with that conversation anyway, because I don't know nothing about them new boys. So I, I know Justin held it down. Thank you for that, Justin. Um, but I'm back. I'm back. And I'm here with Justin. And we're going to talk about Draymond and Jordan Cruz. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about today. Oh, man. This wasn't planned for us to talk about this today. You know, we could have been meeting to talk about Steph and golf, to be honest, right? That's probably what we should be talking about. But instead, we're talking about this fucking guy, Draymond. (laughs) (laughs) And Jordan Poole, who is no longer a member of the team Mm. because of Draymond. Um, And yet somehow we're talking about a situation that occurred almost a year ago. Because Dre has diarrhea of the mouth. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. And first, let me just say this before we start, okay? Because y'all already know Justin's going to have a, whether we sort of agree or not, we know Justin's going to express it differently than me. Um, Y'all already know that. Let me just tell y'all from now, I don't give a fuck if you agree (laughs) with me, okay? Um, I am not here to coddle anyone. I am not here to express opinions that are only pleasing to you. I am not here to only praise the team. And that includes Stephen Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like if I have an opinion, I'm gonna express it. So y'all been coming at me all day on Twitter. I don't give a fuck, okay? (laughs) And talking about who's a fan, first of all, first of all, I don't really do this that often because it's like, whatever. But yes, I'm a fan of the team first. That, that's how this all started. That's why we have this podcast. It is a fan podcast. But I'm also a member of the media. 
Okay. So like when y'all just act like I'm some nobody who knows nothing, that's unwise. Okay. I'm not just speaking from a place of like a fan and being passionate. And what I'm just going to simply say is y'all don't know everything. And no, I don't know everything either, but I know more than y'all. Okay. So like, stop this, this trying to paint Jordan Poole as this awful person, because that's not what it is, but we going to get into that. But just know that I don't give a fuck about what you think. Okay. Like if I was worried about that, then I wouldn't be in this business, okay? So my opinion is my opinion, and it's fine if you disagree with me. I'm not, you know, a lot of times people reply to me on Twitter, they're like, nah, you know, I normally agree with you. I don't care, but thank you, I appreciate that. Because you don't have to agree with me. I, I'm not upset if you don't agree with me. All I ask is like, if you wanna talk to me and go back and forth with me, like, just be respectful, you know what I'm saying? And we can go back and forth. And if you adamantly, passionately disagree with me, that's all good. I don't care about that. Me and Justin don't even agree on everything. And we do a podcast together. So, um, you know, I, I think my position on Draymond has been pretty consistent for the whole for the whole season, for the whole year. When this all first started, I actually wish I wasn't right about this because I said this is a big thing. I don't think it's I, I, I think that the, the relationships are reparable, which clearly it is. Mm hmm. I, I did not think it was something that they could actually overcome, but I hoped for it. I never really thought it was dead. I never thought any of that. Never, ever. Justin can tell you, he can verify. If you have not been listening to the podcast all season, he can confirm. This was always my position. There's no deviation from me, okay? So we are here now. Jordan Poole is chilling in DC. He's working out. He's declining questions about Draymond. He has removed all signs of being a member of the Warriors, which actually hurts me. That hurts my heart. He's removed all signs, even winning a championship from his Instagram. And this dude Draymond, Podmond, <laughs> is on a fucking podcast with this other dude, fucking Pat Beverly, you know, these two want to have alternative careers and shit Another and, and, and create content. And they bring back up this bullshit. They bring back up this, 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 this altercation that occurred at the beginning of this season. Okay. Mm -hmm. That we're all trying to like not talk about anymore and move on. Right. So when these people come and they're in my mentions, like, do we have to keep talking about it? I don't know. Ask Draymond. How many fucking times <laughs> is he going to bring it up? How many fucking times? And don't tell me it's because he was asked a question. Don't tell me it's because he was asked a question. Because when Draymond doesn't want to answer a fucking question, he doesn't answer the goddamn question. I was so ready to be done with this whole thing. Or he's a flex or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. a fucking cop out. And not only that, but now he wants to enter new information into the equation. Now it's a different version of the story. Now it's alluding to Jordan Poole having said something that mm -hmm. caused him to react in that way. And that's all the way fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's all, like, why do you want to continue to disparage Jordan Poole? 
Oh, I know the answer. See, that's a rhetorical question. Right. I know why. Because you were trying to make yourself look good. Mm -hmm. You're trying to flip the narrative for sure. And you're never going to tell us what Jordan said. You know why? Because it will never make you look good. Because anyone with a fucking brain knows nothing was said to you that was that crazy that warranted you fucking punching your teammate. Facts. Facts. That's that clutch. That's that clutch coming out right there. So, that being said, that being said, I don't even know if that was my opening argument, but Justin, this is what I want to ask you. I want to hear what you have to say, but this is what I want to ask you. Because something I'm tired of hearing is teammates fight all the time. <laughs> this happens all the time. Happens all the time. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to say this, and I don't care if y'all think I'm judging you. If y'all are fighting with people you care about this much, you're in fucking dysfunctional relationships and you should seek therapy for it. Like, let's not continue to normalize toxic behavior, okay? Mm -hmm. And I understand, you know, I talked about this earlier today on Brother From Another because I understand all the shit with men. I mean, I'm not a man, so I, I don't mean it as like I understand because I'm a man. But I understand like how you have to be careful with the words because men, y'all sort of have like different rules you go by and, you know, like, God forbid, you know, I, one time I said, like, you know, Jordan Poole's victim. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, it's like you're emasculating him when you do this. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have time for this. I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. OK. And I'm also a fucking lawyer. OK. And I look at this. And by the way, my background is I am an employment lawyer. So when y'all come to me and fucking ask what 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 what's my credentials to be talking about something like this because i am actually fucking skilled and have years of experience and training on dealing with workplace conflict and management and shit like this so when i say they fucking fucking mishandles and mismanage the situation i'm not just saying that because it's my opinion it's because i literally for a living was paid to come in and deal with issues like this Mm -hmm. And they did not have anyone help them manage this. They didn't bring in anyone. They, what the fuck makes them qualified to handle a situation like this? That they've been in the NBA before? That Steve Kerr is great with players? No. It was poorly mismanaged. And that includes staff. I'm sorry. Yes, it includes staff. It's the whole fucking organization, okay? So we're going to get into that. But when y'all want to come at me, you know, like, oh, I'm just some deranged fan. No, I'm not. I'm a media member. I'm someone who talks <laughs> to people on the team. I actually ask them questions, okay? And I'm also someone who was an employment lawyer for years. It was my job. This is what I did for a living, okay? And so, and I don't want to hear the MBA is not like other jobs. Yes, it fucking is. It's still a job. This still occurred in a workplace environment, okay? It, it, it still is. There's still people. There's still humans. And just because they're NBA players doesn't take the human element out of it. Someone got punched. Someone got punched. And what all of you were saying is the person who got punched, who is younger, by the way, who is the 23-year-old or however old he is in such a situation, should be more mature than the 30-year-old, and he should, like, let all of that go and work it out. Mm. We would never say that. Well, actually, some of you would because you have issues. But we would never say this if it was a man and a woman. 
right? And a man hit someone, you wouldn't say the onus is on the woman, right? We, we, we wouldn't say when someone is assaulted or hit that the onus is on the person who got assaulted, who got punched to have to like swallow this all up and deal with it and be okay. It is impractical what you guys are saying. You wouldn't do it if it was you. Let me tell you something. You could be my cousin, yo. And if you punch me, I may not fuck with you again. So y'all want people to do things you would not do. And that's always been my issue with the situation. So bringing it back full circle, Justin, because I've been talking for a minute. <laughs> I've been talking for a minute, but this shit has me so aggravated. I want to ask you, is this a regular occurrence? Because every time someone says that, it annoys the shit out of me. And we also heard Kevin Durant say, no, this is not normal. So who's telling the truth? Who's telling the fucking truth, Justin? <laughs> normal in the sense that like, you want to accomplish something other than losing in the playoffs early? No, it's not. Have I been on teams where players have fought each other? Yes. Have I been on teams where players have fought our coach? Yes. But were those teams ever good? No. <laughs> so in that sense, it is not normal. If you're a championship team and you're competing for something like greater than yourselves and your individual agendas, this type of stuff doesn't happen. Right. And then the age gap, the experience gap, the guy who was supposed to be the leader on the team, you know, we've already talked so much about why this situation is just it doesn't make sense, right? You don't punch somebody who's almost 10 years you're, um, you know, younger than you. Unless you're a bully, you do. Unless you're a bully, a weirdo in some in some capacity. Like, it was just goofy all, all the way around. And then to kind of double down on it in a way where you're trying to justify it almost. Like, yeah, he says some stuff to me. There's some things you just don't say to another man. Like, bro. Like, Word. On, like call them a bitch? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which like, call did. them a bitch? Right, which you did and then got yourself suspended. I mean, like, I've been one of the Draymond on-court supporters for a while, you know, and, like, objectively speaking, I'll still support him as a basketball player. But other than that, he's very much, like, goofy, for for lack of a better term. Like, he just doesn't know how to conduct himself very well. It's kind of it's kind of sad and annoying considering like he is one of my favorite players as a player, but like the stuff that he does off the court makes it so tough to support him in these situations. And to go on Pat Bev's podcast, I think that's what it was. Pat Bev's yeah. another goofy. First of all, I hate Pat Bev, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he went on Paul George's podcast and they didn't ask him no goofy shit like that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's just dumb. Like, why why are we still bringing this up? I literally opened my Twitter feed today and saw that this was a topic, and just rolled my eyes. And I was just like, I guess I'm not gonna be on Twitter today because I just don't want to talk about this shit no more. But he's bringing it up. Like, why is this still a thing? And then you're adding. He was asked. Justin, he was asked. <laughs> I mean, like he's like Jordan. Like you said, Jordan was asked plenty of times, and he just deflects and goes to the next thing, doesn't even acknowledge it. And that's what they should be doing at this point. Like it's it's happened almost. I was a year told ago. there's two different people, and Dre should be able to say his piece on this, as though he hasn't said his piece on it thirty thousand times already. He had a fucking TV <laughs> special on this shit. Like, like, bro, you've already talked about this shit enough. Like, just stop talking about it, move on, and and let it be that you're always going to be viewed as the bad guy in this because you are. You literally punched your 
young teammate who viewed you as a leader and a mentor and all these other things, a big brother, you punched him in the face in the middle of the practice and they got out and everybody saw it. Just leave it at that. Like, <laughs> there's but no how do we not get the irony in Draymond, who talks the utmost trash and who some would say crosses lines. Exactly. Talking about, oh, there's just some lines. Like, come on. Yeah. You sound soft. You sound, you sound soft. <laughs> Sensitive. It's like, can you, you, you can dish it, but soft. you can't take it. You, soft. You can, yeah, pretty much. Because the only people that I've seen Draymond hit, I don't know what he did before he became an NBA player, but since he's an NBA player and the things that we know about, the things that are reported about, he punched a college student, yeah, yeah. which had to be settled. And you punch Jordan Poole, who is a lot younger than you and nowhere near your size. What does that tell me about Draymond? Because hmm. I heard you and Tristan had a whole altercation. And now you buddy-buddy with a dude who I heard mm. sunned you. Smacked you. Smacked. And you ain't lay hands on him. Mm. So what am I supposed to take from that, Justin? That he, he needs professional help probably <laughs> to be honest i don't know if he already has some type of therapy set up or something like that but he he's he's too old for this he's he's already been too old for this for about 10 years now but he's definitely too old for this this point and bro you're not gonna tell me that stephen curry woke up this morning steve kerr woke up this morning that mike dunleavy woke up this morning and we're happy that this has all transpired. Okay. Because they're going to have to address it. Right. They're at some point, they're mm. going to have to address it. The media is going to ask them about it. And then there's the Chris Paul comment that he had. Right. It's like, bro, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? Now tell oh. me, how is this helping? How is this advancing the team unity? Because first of all, we'll, we'll get to Chris Paul in a second. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't even know how this experiment is going to work. And I don't mean positionally. I mean personality-wise. But right. let's put that to the side for a second. You were trying to portray Jordan to be this person. Like other dudes on the team still right now who you have to play with don't fuck with Jordan. Right. We know Loon fucks with Jordan. Everyone. We know Wiggs fucks with Jordan. We saw that Kaminga did a whole heartfelt post to Jordan. There are still dudes on this team that you need to rely on who that's their man. Yeah. That's their guy. That's their brother. Who were all there. Mm -hmm. Who knows everything that transpired. As far as we know, every single person that's still a part of the Warriors organization, except Draymond, fucks with Jordan. <laughs> as far as we know so it's like why are you acting so weird bro we already know what happened like y'all don't fuck with each other that's cool but you don't need to be like bad mouthing a guy that we're clearly still cool with and like have love for and stuff like that just leave it alone this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. And let me tell you what I think really made the punch really crazy. I don't think it's acceptable for him to punch anyone. But he was another member of the core. This is why the way people are talking about Poole really irks me. Because they are talking about him. And again, it wouldn't matter to me. Well, I don't know that I would have minded if he punched Anthony Lamb. But, But like people are talking like Jordan was some like, Back of the bench, nobody who wasn't relevant to this team. I saw like this report where it was like an insider said they were never going to break up the core. Jordan Poole was a part of their core. And anyone trying to revise history and say otherwise, he's not the original core, but he was a part of the core. He was. And, and anyone trying to make it seem like, you know, they're like, Draymond helped them win. Okay, and so did Jordan. I mean, didn't even Steve Kerr coin the term foundational six? The starting five plus Jordan. It's pretty much like that was the new the new core that was established. I mean, now it's Chris Paul, I guess, but I mean, it just it's so like I mean, look, I know people said we were goofy with the Kevin Durant stuff, but at least you sort of got that a little bit because he, you know, he was traded here. He wasn't homegrown. Mm-hmm. He wasn't drafted. But Jordan Poole was ours. Mm-hmm. He was drafted. Developed. Developed. We watched the glow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we watched him help this team win. And we watched him help this team keep afloat. And you would think by the way they act about Jordan that Clay Thompson never struggled early in his career, that no other player ever struggled early in their career. You know, it just, like, honestly, to me, it was incredibly disheartening the way people talked about him and and, and were trying to treat him. And, um, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. And then people are just like, oh, but you're, like, disrespecting Draymond. Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Like, y'all are mad about Jordan Poole struggling on the court. Yeah, he wanted to start. He was thinking of himself. He was not the only one thinking of himself. He was not the only one thinking of himself. 
Draymond was thinking of himself when he punched Jordan. Clay Thompson was thinking of himself when he took all those fucking stupid ass shots. <laughs> okay. That's and quite frankly, and I love Steph and I love him, but Steph is not even thinking of Jordan's best interest. And that's where that's where the struggle comes in. Cause people are like, well, of course he's thinking about the whole team, but no, he's not. Because it's just like you cannot ask someone if if, if Steph's daughter was on a team and got into a fight with another one of her teammates and got punched. He wouldn't be expecting his daughter to make it work. That's what I'm just saying. It's just so crazy to me. But if Steph wants to win, he knows they need Jordan. So he's like, just work it out. And when I say that's not good leadership from Steph, people are like, what is he supposed to do? Be Draymond's father? No fucking lead. Like, there are times you just have to take a stance. It is okay if Draymond got suspended. It is okay if he missed the ring ceremony. It's not his first ring ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's also not his first offense. And then y'all wow. put the onus on Jordan to make that decision like he's ever going to come back and say, I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> That's just unrealistic. Or there's things that's just like, you know, you know, what was it? Rick Buecher was saying like, you know, they did everything possible and Jordan just wasn't what, like, what do you, Jordan is 23. I need to keep saying this. He is 23. Y'all are supposed to be the adults in the room, but you're mad that he's struggling to process this. Make it make sense. And this is why I keep trying to say to people when you, when people try to be like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Teammates always fight. It's, <laughs> the the initial attempt to want to minimize this to focus on the fact that the video got leaked to focus on everything but the fucking issue well you know Draymond was like doing everything so what that's what he's supposed to do it's like they put a time period on it it's like okay after like a month Draymond did that and now Poole was supposed to be okay and because he wasn't and I would even argue it wasn't because Poole wasn't okay. I would argue it's because Poole also was inconsistent and not playing well, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's really fucked up about this because this is what I'm trying to tell people. This is not about them taking sides with respect to Draymond being right. This was purely business. Right. Like, I don't know that Jordan Poole would have still not been traded, but I tell you, if Jordan Poole had an amazing season... It would have been a lot more interesting. It would have been a lot more interesting. For sure. And this is why I'm trying to tell people, this is not the way y'all are trying to frame it. One of those contracts was going. Because Lakeup was clear. One of those contracts was going. Y'all think they're so wedded to Dre and Steph and, and Clay being together. Steph is the only one. He's the only one. One of those three contracts, Poole, Clay, or Draymond was going. And Clay's was the least likely just because of the amount and sort of like the season he had. So it was always going to more likely come down to Draymond or Poole. Now we know positionally that Draymond is more crucial to the team. 
And it's because of that, that's what saves him. And that's what gives him this leeway. This is at this point a marriage of necessity. So this notion that he's Teflon and that, you know, (laughs) and that Steph is always going to go to bat for him. And this is about basketball, guys. This is about he's more critical to the team. Yeah, they just have no way to replace his value. Defensively, positionally, like you said, they have no way. Steve Kerr said itself, we're not a championship team without Draymond Green. Is that is that Steve Kerr saying Draymond Green, the player individually, puts us over the top? In a way, yes, but it's also like, yeah, if we lose Draymond, who is going to replace him? There's and no by the way, one. a lot of that was also about contract extensions. The same way they right. did all the, oh, K- Kevin Durant's the best player. player. Yeah. All of that bullshit was about... Well, let's stroke this fucker's ego, okay? Right. That's what that was about. So that's why people annoy me with their, oh, you know, but the optics of it were were awful. Mm-hmm. The optics of it were awful. Yeah, I just, I hate when people would be like, yeah, Draymond can do whatever he wants and all this type of stuff. Like, sure, he's gotten away with a lot, but it's not because, like you said, Steph is just like, yeah, he can do what he wants because I want him here. It's like, we have no way to we have no way to really get rid of this dude and still compete for championships. Like, let's just keep it let's just keep it real. You know, he's in my opinion still an amazing basketball player for what he does. He's great at what he does, but at the end of the day, if there's no way to replace even fifty percent of his value, it's just not smart to let him walk. So it was always going to be based on that. It was always going to be him staying in some capacity. I think unless, like you said, they won another championship, went back to back. Jordan took some another leap or something like that, then it would have been like or someone okay. else who saw something from Kaminga. If they saw something, yeah, that possibly could have allowed them to replace Dre or Clay or Clay, yeah. conversations could have been interesting. Right. Yeah, they say winning winning cures all. Um, I think if they would have somehow found a way to win then this wouldn't be the same type of topic. Maybe, I mean, maybe if they won and then Draymond was shipped out or something, then yeah, but um, I think the fact that they went out the way they did, the way that they had a season, it wasn't the best season. Um, It was just like, and they immediately was like, yeah, the punch is the reason why the season was like this. It's like, I'm sure it had a huge effect. Y'all just didn't play well enough to to win a championship. But now that we're here, there's also no it. accountability to the fact that like y'all didn't actually put the right pieces around right it was so many. on the bench well yeah. the whole roster but it like i will never stop fighting people about this like he you know some people are saying he mentally didn't have what it took to run the second unit it's not a mental fucking thing no that's not that he's a young and player. i mean justin has eloquently broken this down all season about how much Otto porter porter was so critical to Jordan Poole. Like, they did not have the right pieces around him because Jordan Poole is not like a Sean Livingston. And I don't mean that defensively. I mean the skill set that allowed Sean to go out there and run the second unit, which is different than Chris Paul, but Chris Paul also has a skill set that allows him to go out there and run the second unit. Mm -hmm. That's not Jordan's strength. It's not. It's just not his strength. And that's it. So, yes, he looked better with the starters. And by the way, Clay Thompson couldn't go out there and do that either. Yeah, never been Clay's game. And even Sean. And so that was the problem. So it's just like their their roster had a flawed construction. They hoped that he could do that. 
They wanted him to be able to do that, but he couldn't. And then on top of it, you made it worse because you didn't have the right pieces to support him to do that. For sure. And they, I mean, same way they thought James Wiseman was going to be able to come in and be his pick and roll partner. And they were going to be just so good as a tandem and stuff like that. And Jermichael Green, it just, it was flawed from the start. They had too many um, younger players on the, on the roster who were unestablished and not experienced. And back to your Sean point, Sean had Andre and Draymond in the in the second unit with him a lot of those years. It was it was Sean, Clay, Andre, Draymond, and then usually a fifth, David West or something like that. Like adults, like all the way through the roster, like they knew what they were going to do. They slowed it down, and that was the complete opposite with Jordan. Like as good as Dante is, and I love Dante, he was kind of like feeding into the Jordan play style where it was a lot. It was very quick shots. It was just like not a lot of slowing down process in the game. And that's why they had to put Draymond in that second unit. Um, so it just wasn't really built for, for them to succeed this season. And, you know, I just hate that they try to re- reduce it down to just the punch being a reason why they had the season that they had. It was a lot of other stuff too. But the fact that we keep bringing this punch thing up, it just shows like how like unnecessary this whole thing is. It should never even happen. But now we got to listen to it and hear about it probably forever at this point this is going to be the this, this is going to be part the, of their legacy this is the part, of, legacy. part of it this is the incident that split jordan Poole from the war and honestly it might be the incident that causes the end of this ch- warriors chapter as we know it Could you be. know because <clears throat> I, I just don't think that dre and these comments are going to go over well with the with with the other guys hmm. in the locker room and it's just like <clears throat> You keep talking, not you, but we've talked about the fact that you need camaraderie. You need chem- chemistry. You need to like the people that you're playing with. And, and and everyone's making an assumption that all those players in there like Draymond. I don't think they all like him. I don't. I think they have to play with him. All right. You know, earlier in the year when this happened, you had Roz who reported a lot of the young guys on the team said that they're told to look at Draymond as the leader. They don't understand why. <laughs> right? Yeah. She didn't say which young guys, but. Yeah, I don't want to assume, but. I'm not. I, 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 right. I don't want to assume either, but I'm just saying, but it was plural. It was. And my, my point is, and I've also, you know, like heard before, just in terms of like players who have come through there before and have left just not fond of him right even the javel i think javel was on someone's podcast recently and they asked him about draymond and he was pretty much giving the vibe like yeah he's annoying but like they win and that was his whole thing it's like him as a person him as a teammate it's like he, he said something like it's a lot like dealing with him it's a lot yeah but he wins and it's like yeah, you got to take that into account. Like It's like when Chris Bosch used to talk about LeBron. It's like... Yeah. <coughs> you Even know... Michael it's- Jordan, I mean, I don't want to j- compare Draymond Green and Michael Jordan as a player, but like that leadership style, you're not going to make a lot of friends with it. And especially... Chris Paul ends up rubbing teammates wrong a lot too. That's why the yeah. idea of him and Draymond being on the same team together is really fucking interesting. Especially when you consider Michael Jordan and Kobe are who they are as players. And then it's like Draymond and Chris Paul. 
It's like, you ain't Mike. You ain't Jordan. You ain't Kobe. You ain't Steph. So you talking to people and leading this in this way, sure, it has positive value. You're not even Chris Paul. You're not even Chris Paul, right? You are a champion, but like no one, if they're ranking NBA players, is going to rank you higher than Chris Paul. No, no, no chance. chance. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So yes, you have the championships, but you're not a better player than Chris Paul. Right. And I'm sure a lot of these dudes be like, oh, you're Draymond, bro. You're not, you're not Steph. Even a lot of people have Clay ahead of him all the time. I probably wouldn't, but it's like that, that same, you're not them, bro. So why are you acting like this? And like I said, it has positive value, but it's also kind of like, bro, just relax a little bit. You're doing too much. And he, exactly. He can't really tell, he can't really relegate himself. I, mean, I know that not. people didn't like him, but when Ethan did his whole little expose on Draymond years ago, mm-hmm. he was getting on Clay's nerves too. That's why I'm just like, this is not like a, you know, oh, you know, like a Jordan unique situation. Yeah. <laughs> and this whole thing where people trying to make a thing of Jordan's trash talk. So what? Draymond is the only person on the team who's allowed to trash talk. There's videos of, of Draymond praising Jordan for his trash talk. Exactly. <laughs> you know, someone tried to say to me the other day, like, this was him trying to like, you know, something ride on the backs of like, I said, Jordan has been trash talking his entire life. Like not just, since he came to the Warriors. No, that is not true. This is just who he is. Facts. And Draymond That's just that. part of who he is. Just like it's part of who Draymond is. Yep. And Dre knows that. That's why it's so weird that they, they end up going that way. Because, mm-hmm. like, bro, you know you know what you're dealing with. When you can't take it. Then you can't take it. And you get in your feelings. <laughs> And there's jealousy and other shit at play. Yeah. That's what happens. Because at the end of the day, I mean, Clay still had an additional year. So Draymond knew what it was. It was yeah. him or, or Jordan. He knew what it was. He knew what it was. And them choosing to do Poole's contract at the time. Yeah, I mean, that and came not engage in extension talks with him. <laughs> that sends a certain message. For sure. So, and by the way, like it wasn't just when I say it's poor leadership organizationally, it's like <laughs> Steph and even Clay. They needed to be like, when you hear Draymond talking, he's just like, I'm the one who this and that and that and that. A lot of that's true. But that should also be Steph and Clay. Mm -hmm. It should also be them. And it should be them specifically with Jordan because you need him to be a part of your core. He's a guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he has things from what Steph does and what Clay does. So it's like, he needed both of them, not Clay to be being territorial over starting and 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 you know what I'm saying? Like all of that is like <sighs> and I mean Steph dealt with a little of that with like Monte, and mm-hmm. Steph is just like a different kind of person, but Clay never really had to deal with that. 
Never. When Clay came into his own, Monte was shipped out. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like they can sit there in front, but there was some of that going on. There was like a, you know, the natural evolution of NBA players and their careers and being threatened by the younger people coming up. So all this constant ridiculing of them not being adults and not being mature. Bro, how are you talking about maturity? And this dude keeps fucking getting on podcasts <laughs> and bringing this shit up. Like, I'm sorry, Steph, but you sound crazy talking about maturity and your fucking teammate is Draymond Green. Yeah. You sound crazy. Because Jordan is 23. What the fuck is this man's excuse? He has none. He has none at all. I mean, maybe Steph, you're trying to get through to Draymond somehow. He ain't doing yeah, so that. That's the other thing. People will be like, you don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. That's the point. I don't care what he's doing behind the scenes. Clearly, what you're doing behind the scenes isn't working, right? And you're the only person who Dre will listen to. It's not anybody else. It's you. Right? So this never wanting to take a hard stance, the not wanting him to miss ring night, the not wanting to take firm lines, you know, like stating, oh, yeah, it was so wrong. And then behind the scenes, kind of not really wanting pool to like want Dre suspended because he missed ring night. That's inconsistent behavior. That's mixed messaging. That means you're saying stuff for the cameras and you're not actually living by that. Because all y'all did was send him away from fucking training camp. Training camp. <laughs> Which he probably didn't even want to be at anyway. But... And people saying like, oh, I mean, if it wasn't ring night, he would have definitely been suspended. That's the that's the issue. Ring night shouldn't have been more important than what needed to happen. And you could have also just suspended him after. That's true. Like, I don't like that, but you could have said, due to what, you know, what ring night is, what kind of like a once in a, not lifetime, but you know what I mean. It's 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 not something that happens every time. Mm-hmm. You are going to allow him to attend, but he's suspended. Or he doesn't play that game. He's just going to be allowed to attend the ring ceremony. He can't play. And he's suspended for how two games, three games. If KD gets one game for being called a bitch, what does getting hit, what does getting punched fucking get you? Nothing, apparently. And leadership is Steph advocating for that. Leadership is Steph being like, no, Draymond needs to be suspended. Leadership is not putting it on Jordan Poole. To let y'all know how he wants it to be handled. That's leadership. And I'm sorry for those of you who clearly don't work in actual jobs that don't understand this. Like, who is he supposed to do? What do you mean? I was like, do you people have jobs? I had to ask that today. Because I don't understand. What do you think fucking leadership looks like? On certain days, y'all want to tout Steph is the leader and then when it's time to him to be a leader and step up, you don't want him to lead. 
Well, I mean, that's a grown man. What can he really do? No. It was Steph who got involved in the Katie Dre stuff, right? Mm-hmm. No one then was saying, oh, it's between two grown men. He had to get involved in the situation. Yep. Just like this situation demanded, he get involved. And they were too worried about not isolating Draymond and not isolating Poole, but this was not one of those situations. There's a clear line here. One person was wrong. Period. Period. And their, their, their ambivalence with wanting to not just state it publicly, but also walk that line behind the scenes, that's why. No one is going to feel comfortable in that situation. If you're a young player like Jordan, are you going to feel comfortable being like, (laughs) suspend this dude who's helped bring, you know, four championships to the organization? Is that what you're going to feel comfortable saying? Knowing that it's going to make the situation worse. Of course not. Even if he wasn't a suspension. Like, if he just came out and said, like, look, I really don't like him. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to fuck with him again. Is he going to feel comfortable saying that? Is that going to be received well? (laughs) He would have got killed. (laughs) If he said some shit like that. The adults in the room failed. The adults, the leaders, the people who needed to handle this situation properly, they failed. Mm -hmm. And then, instead of taking accountability for their failure, they traded him, which to me, I didn't even need. I believe we shouldn't have even done all the bullshit. Like, oh, like, bro, we all knew what it was. We all knew it was likely for Jordan to be traded. So you ain't even have to do all that fake shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 